Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. I'm going to show you the exact steps you need to take to become a remote insurance agent and work from anywhere. If you've been waiting to pull the trigger on becoming a remote insurance agent and aren't sure how to make the leap, this is the episode for you. I'm about to share the complete guide on how to become a remote insurance agent. And I developed this from firsthand experience hiring remote insurance agents who work for me right now all over the country. So grab a pen, get ready to take some notes, and stay tuned until the end because I've got a free resource that you can download that will help you land your first remote insurance agent job. So let's get started. We're gonna start with the prep work section, okay? Before the interview. Number one, high-speed internet. You have to have high-speed internet if you're gonna be working from home. Don't depend on the fact that the company that hires you may pay for that. You need to assume that you are gonna have to be financially responsible for that. So unfortunately, you're not gonna be able to skimp. You've gotta have minimum of 10 megabytes per second speed. Fiber is much more widely available now, so hopefully where you live, you can get it, but you have to get the fastest internet you have. You're gonna be on Zoom calls. You're gonna have voice over internet phones. The internet has to be capable of prioritizing those calls. So it's not just the speed, but it's actually the quality. Feel free to ask when you're in the interview, is there a spec sheet of requirements for internet that I have to have? Number two, find a quiet, undistracted work environment. Now, what do I mean by this? I don't mean your dining room, okay, if you can help it. Now, I know some people have limitations and you might not have a choice. And if that's the case, and you're on Zoom a lot, then you've got to use some kind of background that blurs out what's actually behind you, but preferably find a closed off space where you can actually shut out other noise. If you have roommates or a spouse or kids or whatever, try not to have high traffic wherever you are located. You've got to be prepared to show your area where you're working, even if it is a background during a Zoom interview. So you're going to be held accountable for having an undistracted work environment, right? Number three, this is tips for staying sane while working from home. Now, that might seem like it's a very soft skill type thing, but honestly, this is important, okay? Working remotely, you will not be interacting with everybody all the time in a physical environment. If you haven't done this before, you think that you're going to be okay, but believe me, you've got to prepare ahead of time to remain sane. So here's some things you can do. Take frequent breaks, okay? Use alarms. Our phones have them, our watches have them. Something that's gonna remind you, that's gonna trigger you to stand up, walk around, get a cup of coffee, walk your dog, whatever it is, but you've got to be able to take those breaks. Another tip I'd have for you on this is get a stand-up desk. Um, You don't have to get the actual desk, but you can get one of those things that you put on top of a desk that acts like a riser that can go up and down, depending on whether you're sitting or, or standing. This will help you tremendously from a mental capacity standpoint, 
Honestly, I just get antsy sitting all the time, even when I'm in the office. So having a stand-up desk just changes your perspective, gets the blood flowing. I would highly recommend getting a stand-up desk. And I'll put some links down to some of these things in the notes if you want to check out what I use, okay? Natural light. Try to find a space that has natural light if you can, because that's from a mental and emotional standpoint going to help you out. I would also tell you to find earbuds or earphones, something that's going to help you if you are especially on the phone a lot. It's going to allow you to type while you're talking and not do this and you know get all cramped up and stuff. So invest in a good set of earbuds or earphones. Finally, on this section, I'd say accountability partner outside of work. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, a friend, a family member, remember, you're going to be interacting with potentially with clients, but certainly with people in your own company a lot. And those are the people you're going to interact with all the time. So you've got to have some outside humans that can kind of break up that monotony for you, especially because you're not going to be seeing people physically in front of you all the time. Number four. You've got to have a budget for equipment. Now, here's where I'm going to list even more things down in the notes. So feel free to check that out. I'll put some links in there for you. Possible computer upgrades. As I mentioned, with the high-speed internet, that's one thing. But you may actually have to get a new computer or upgrade the computer you have because not every company is going to provide you a computer. So just be prepared for that. Build it into your budget. RAM, random access memory, the thing that allows you to do multiple things on a computer faster, that's like the one thing that I would recommend that you upgrade. More comfortable and ergonomic chair. Don't just go grab your dining room chair, right? Don't grab that really comfortable looking love seat or, you know, oversized chair. You're just going to sink into it and you're not going to feel good after a while. Your back's going to hurt. Find something ergonomic that you can sit in for a long period of time. Microphone and camera. This is another one. You may have one built into your computer already, but a lot of computers, it's not great quality. If yours isn't, invest in it, okay? Get a microphone, get an external microphone and a camera because remember, that's what you're going to be heard and seen through all the time. So it's gotta be good quality. Dual monitors. This is something that is gonna help you be able to do multiple things at one time and and be able to see different documents and kind of reference back and forth. Now, you're probably thinking, Jim, like, duh. Yeah, because you have access to that in your office now. You might not have that readily available at your house. So if they're not going to provide you the equipment, budget in dual monitors. And then I would say a ring light or an LED panel. I'm using LED panels from newer. Think about what's going to literally present the vision of you and the sound of you because that's how people are going to interact with you all the time when you're working remotely. Number five, set boundaries with your roommates or loved ones. What do I mean by this? A couple things. Number one, time expectations. You've got to let them know when you are actually available. Yes, you're at home. It feels like they can walk in the room and get you anytime they need to, but that is super distracting. The studies have shown that like for every 10 seconds that you get distracted, it takes like seven minutes to get back on track or something crazy like that, right? So you've got to set time expectations. Let people know when they can come in the room, when you're gonna be available, when you're gonna be taking breaks so that they can plan on that. You also need to set noise level expectations because you may have your kids being picked up 
from school, or you may have a spouse or a roommate that's working in the same house as you, and they're going to be making noise or sounds as well as you. You've got to have some kind of separation and you need to set noise level expectations with them. Uh, Access to your office, your office, right? During normal business hours. Again, that kind of goes back to time expectations, but it really is super important that they understand, hey, even though I am here in the house. This is a work environment and I need you to respect my office hours again when I'm available to you versus when I'm not. Next section is the interview section, right? You're ready to become a remote insurance agent and now you got to interview for the position. Be prepared to show your office space already set up and demonstrate your internet speed. Now, why would you want to do this? Why don't you say, well, I could just jump on the interview and say, hey, look, I'm in my dining room, but don't worry, I'm going to move. Because we have had enough people as an employer interviewing others who want to work remotely say the same thing to us. And then it turns out once we hire them, oh, that's actually where they're working. And, you know, they've got TV in the background, dogs barking, kids running through, and it's just not working out. We've had to make some tough decisions in the past, so don't be that person. Give yourself a leg up by already having everything set up the way that it's going to be set up when you're working remotely and demonstrate to them that you are a professional and you're ready to go. You're ready to hit the ground running, okay? I would recommend that you test out your setup with a friend or family member first. Actually get on a Zoom call with them. Test out the audio, test out the lighting. Make sure that if you do have to have a background for some reason, make sure that it looks good. Make sure it's working and remove all distractions before you actually get on the interview. If you've got a dog, or a pet that's going to make noise, get them out just for the interview and find something, some way to make sure that that animal is not going to make noise when you're regularly working. Even if you have to get them training, it is what it is, right? You want to work remotely, you've got to make some sacrifices. Distractions can include family members, so make sure that they're not lingering around or seen or heard in the background. Remove distracting artwork. I'll tell you a little story. We had an employee recently who got on a company-wide meeting and they had a very, let's say, racy piece of artwork in the background. We actually had to tell them to turn off their camera. Don't be that person. Make sure that you remove anything that would be distracting. Remember, think about walking into an office to have an interview. You want to present yourself in a very professional manner. Do the same when you're interviewing remotely. Number seven, make sure you are well lit and have good audio. I know I've said it like a thousand times, but it just bears repeating. All right, number eight, know what you can and cannot be asked in an interview. Now, this is an interesting one, right? Because you may get questions that you normally wouldn't get because you're applying for a remote position. They want to find out Are you going to be in a distracted environment? So they may ask you things about your family or your children. They're not allowed to. So just be aware of that and think about how you might respond instead to be able to pivot and say, I can tell you that I have a very undistracted work environment and give them a plan. They're not allowed to ask you questions that reveal very personal information and family and children is one of those. They can't ask you anything that reveals your age. So if they ask you what year you graduated from college, have a response plan for that. Um, They can't ask you anything about your current salary. Now, some states have this law, some states don't. Just be prepared to pivot the conversation to explain what your salary expectations 
are maybe instead of your current salary. Now, I did create a video called the top three interview questions to avoid. Check that video out. It'll give you some tips on how to do that. Number nine, demonstrate that you already have a set schedule, which allows you to work their required hours. What do I mean by this? Well, give them a rundown. Let them know, be proactive and say, hey, by the way, this is what my day looks like. This is what I envision it looking like. I am prepared to wake up at such and such time and be logged in by whatever your work hours are. Here's my plan for taking breaks. I've got a a good network of friends and family that are going to kind of keep me sane. Let them know all the things we've been talking about because it will put you in a position of, hey, this person has already done their homework. We feel like they are going to be able to handle working in a remote environment. All right. What's that free resource that I mentioned at the beginning? Well, it's a checklist for you. You want to become a remote insurance agent? Go to agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash remote agent checklist and download the remote insurance agent checklist that you can use to make sure that you are well prepared before you even get to the interview. It's going to have some of the things we talked about today and even more things to make sure that you are perfectly prepared to become a remote insurance agent. So what's next? All right, number one, I would go watch that video, the top three interview questions to avoid, just so you're aware of what those are. And number two, go download that remote insurance agent checklist at agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash remote agent checklist. It does contain all of the links that I had for all that equipment and different things as well. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please share it with somebody else that you think would be able to benefit from it. Uh, Give us a like and comment. I would love to have your feedback. Ask me questions. I love to get on and chat with people. Until next time, grow big or go home. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, Come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.